Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Poole, and my guest today is Lynn Jackson. And Lynn is here to talk about the Jackson mask. So, Lynn, you have um, ventured into a new endeavor. Can you tell everybody what you're doing? Well, I um, have been very interested in public health for many, many years. And I really like to show, and these two interests sort of crashed together when the pandemic started, that the idea that if we all wore masks, even simple cotton masks, that that could prevent the transmission of this extremely deadly virus. So I began to make masks early on in the um, in the pandemic, because at first, of course, you couldn't, when I started making them, you couldn't buy elastic or you couldn't buy anything that you needed to make masks. So I made them mostly out of fabric I already had um, in my home. And to make the uh, ear loops, I used some knit fabric and made my own uh, strings to to tie everything together. And I made the nose pieces out of bits of wire, and it was really quite a challenge. But as time went on, I began to realize and watch how people wore masks. And a lot of people, the masks didn't fit right, and it kind of made me nuts because I wanted, you know, it's, it's so important now to wear a mask to protect others and, of course, to protect oneself from the virus. But when I would see people who would be wearing a mask and they would be talking and the mask would fall off their nose or, you know, the ear loops were so big, the mask didn't fit right, I found it really frustrating. So I really began to watch people, to watch how masks were worn, and to really work on a design that would fit most people and would be very comfortable and not fall off your nose. So this has been my obsession been all over the summer and the fall. And I finally came up with a design I think that works pretty well. And I called it the Jackson mask. Great. So you've made quite a few, right? I realized uh, I have made hundreds of masks at this point, uh, hundreds of them. I have, um, right now, I have quite a few in my inventory. I probably have at least 300 uh, ready for sale. And I've decided that it's really important for people to have a comfortable, nice-looking mask. And so um, I have an Etsy shop, and I'm basically selling the mask for a little bit more than what the, the parts of the mask cost me. So because our, pres- our president-elect, uh, Joe Biden, has says that when he gets into office, he's going to ask people to wear a mask for 100 days. And by doing that, it could reduce the transmission of the virus a great deal. Everyone wore a mask for 100 days this pandemic would be close to being over. And I would like to do my part to help people um, do that. 
And um, I don't know, Cynthia, if you want me to, I can describe a little more about what what's important to make a mask fit well and right. how people, you know, those kinds of things, if you think that would be helpful for people. Right. Um, right. But before you do, tell everybody what design you're making for me. I think it's going to be exciting. Well, um, actually, I am very excited to be making masks for you, Cynthia. I'm actually uh, looking forward to this. And this morning, actually just a few minutes before we went live, I was notified that some of the fabric that I've ordered for you is has been shipped and it's on its way. So the Yay. patterns I'm going to work on for you is one, it's going to be a, a mask that's made out of quilting cotton, so the nice really nice quilting cotton, but the design looks like denim. So it's going to be really cool, kind of match blue jeans, you know, have a denim mask, sort of a, you know, a more informal mask for your more informal event. And then the really special one is a tie-dyed mask. So I'm hoping to have um, a really nice, this really beautiful fabric that, that you picked out on the on the website, gorgeous um, fabric for uh, tie dyed. So us old people, we like the hippie look, and I think it's going to be really really beautiful. But they're both out of quilted cotton, not a knit. Right. What's that? So, what were you saying before I interrupted you? Oh, I was going to explain what makes a mask fit well and mm-hmm. how, you know, people can evaluate that, you know, when they're looking for a mask. So the thing with a mask is that the mask really should cover the nose and the face and underneath the chin. So my preference is to make what is called a pleated mask. So what a pleated mask is, is when you, um, when it's all, um, done before you put it on basically has these uh, three pleats in it so that um, the sides of the mask are uh, smaller but when you put the mask on the pleated part expands to cover your nose and under your chin. Now the big advantage of a pleated mask is that as you speak um, the mask still covers your face. That the, the pleated mask moves with your your jaw, and so it it still covers your face. It doesn't get pulled off. A lot of people wear masks that are more fitted. They have no pleats in them. But I find those masks aren't really big enough, and they don't move when you speak. Now, the other absolutely essential part to a mask is you must have a metal piece in the where the nose is. And that metal piece mm-hmm. allows you to bend the mask around your nose and it keeps the mask in place. When people don't have a metal piece with their in the, the nose part of their mask, when they speak the mask moves and it begins to fall off the nose. And how many of us have gone to the grocery store or to the pharmacy and you walk in and somebody's there, and the mask is falling off their nose. Drives me nuts. Now, that nose piece has to be a good nose piece. Like, 
there's good ones and not so good ones. And I was able to find a nose piece. So if you think about this, it's all, it's about um, uh, three inches wide and about three and a half inches long. And what it is, is that on either side of the nose piece is a thin metal wire, but the whole piece is is encased in plastic. So you have like this plastic strip with a metal wire on each side. And what that does is that as someone who makes the mask, I can sew this nose piece right into the into the mask. So I sew right down the middle between those two metal wires, and that nose piece isn't moving. It's not going anywhere. Um, early on, before I found these nose pieces, I would um, put a uh, I would make like a wire to put in the in the mask, but I had to make like a little pocket for the wire, which meant the, the wire would twist and turn, and it it didn't really stay in place. But these nose pieces are sewn into the mask, at least the ones I make, sewn into the mask, and that is so important because having that nose piece does two things. First, it makes it so the mask doesn't fall off your nose, and second. If you really press down on the plastic piece, on the plastic nose piece, so that that nose piece is fitted around your cheeks and over your nose, and you wear glasses, it will greatly reduce fogging. Because that is another, a big issue with masks and people who wear glasses, is that um, when you breathe and the war, and you go outside in the cold, the warm air escapes through the top of your mask and fogs up your lenses, which is really annoying. But if you have uh-huh. a properly fitted nose piece, you can greatly reduce the fog. It doesn't completely eliminate it, but it greatly reduces it. And so that's what my mask, the Jackson mask, has that really nice nose piece. Now, the last part wow. of fitting these masks of the Jackson mask, and I haven't seen any does this. But early on, of course, I couldn't buy any elastic, and I wanted soft, stretchy, adjustable earpieces because people have different size faces. Well, faces, people have different, you know, people have different sizes. And if you sew the elastic into the mask, the earpieces into the mask, you can't adjust them. So um, I won't go through all the iterations that made me figure this out, but what I finally did is I found this very nice, stretchy, strong fabric. So it's very very strong. You wash it over and over again, but it's soft and it's stretchy. And... I sew it into, let's just say, I sew it into the, the left, top left of the mask, and then we have the ear, the left earpiece, and then that uh, fabric goes through a gusset that's in the bottom of the mask and comes out the right side, and then I sew it on the right side of the mask. And so what this does is you have this really nice, stretchy, soft material um, it's, it's almost like elastic, not quite elastic, and you can pull it through the mask on the chin. So you can tighten up the chin, you can tighten up your left earpiece and the right earpiece. 
have a little cinch on the the right side. You, you only have to have the adjustment in one place, and you can cinch it just right. So every time you put on and take off the mask, it's perfectly um, fitted to your face. And so these features of the Jackson mask, between the nose piece, the fact that they're pleated um, and not fitted but pleated, and they have these adjustable ear pieces where you can adjust not only um, how much fabric goes around your ears, but you can tighten up underneath your chin so you get a really nice tight fit, but it's really comfortable. So that, that is the key to the Jackson mask. And, of course, because some people like to put filters in their masks. You know, my masks are made out of um, high-quality quilter's cotton, two layers of high-quality quilter's cotton. But there is a pocket in between, and you can actually buy filters on Amazon uh, to put in that pocket, and those work pretty well, too. Um, so that's what makes the Jackson mask uh, a little more special is that you have it's very adjustable and uh, it, you can have a filter and it won't fall off your nose as long as you really bend that nose piece to fit your nose and your cheeks. You know, it won't fall off your nose and it'll reduce the fog of your glasses. It's been really fun to develop this, this mask because it's one thing, of course, to make masks for your friends. And in the beginning, I would make masks for my friends or to give away. I've given um, dozens and dozens away at this point. To um, I give them to the Albany Food Not Bombs, which I think is a wonderful organization. And um, But in the beginning, I would just take my masks and put them in a baggie and give them away. But I noticed sometimes that people didn't put the mask on right. Some people put them on upside down or they put them on backwards. And, of course, how do you know? It's not like we're born with a manual on how to put a mask in on, you know, and it's not always intuitively obvious on how to wear them. So in order to be able to sell them, um, I traded a bunch of masks to an artist who drew a picture of the mask so that I could label all the mask parts and write instructions on how to um, wear the mask. But then I realized that once, you know, to sell them, so I'd have the instructions in the baggie, but the problem with the baggie was that I had to fold the mask. And I didn't like the fact that here are these masks that I've spent so much time making, they look so nice, and you fold them. And they have a crease in them. I don't want a crease, you know, because you don't need a crease in the mask. So I had to go research the proper size plastic bag that my mask would fit in so I wouldn't have to fold them. So it's been very interesting to go from just making them and giving them away to uh, Food Not Bombs or to friends to actually, you know, selling them and creating an Etsy shop. You know, you can buy them on Etsy. Um, so you just go to Etsy.com and in the search bar, you type in the Jackson mask, no spaces, and my Etsy shop will come up. Um, so it's been a really interesting, uh, really interesting adventure to, to do this kind of thing. You know, my, so how many, so how many people that you're aware of 
have purchased from your SD shop. Do you have any knowledge of that? Oh, I would say at this point um, I've sold the mask to dozens of people um, because I sold them on my Etsy shop, um, the Jackson mask, so there, or um, friends of most. A friend of mine have bought them just directly from me. Um, I carry them with me all the time. So when somebody needs a mask, I can either give it away if that's inappropriate. If someone wanted to buy masks, they could just uh, buy them. Uh, I don't go anywhere without masks. Um, I went to a, um, I organized a press conference a couple months ago and of our featured speakers at the press conference, I felt so bad. Um, he arrived and he didn't have a mask. He was holding a piece of plastic over his face. And what oh, had happened wow. is that he, he'd been in such a rush because, you know, he's a really important man. He was in a lot of rush and his mask had fallen into the mud puddle. And so he clearly couldn't wear the mud puddle mask. So I was so happy that I had brought all my masks with me and I was able mm-hmm. to simply give him a very nice black one that looked very nice on him because he was wearing a, a dark suit and it, I thought the mask was very nice on him and, um, because, you know, he certainly didn't want to be there. He would have been the only person without a mask. So that's the kind of thing that I try to do is that, um, you know, when I – you know, I've done um, TV interviews and stuff on, uh, you know, issues that I care about in the last few months. And sometimes the interviewer has a mask that I think they need a better one. So I've given them masks to wear because I do feel that, you know, not only should the mask be comfortable, and my masks are very, very, very comfortable, but they need to mm-hmm. look nice. So I have a... Mm-hmm. Um, it's always an adventure to go to the quilting store. I go to the finest quilting store in the capital area that I think that I think is the Gloversville Sewing Center. And I take a look around with the fabrics and I think, well, what would make a nice mask that, that would be attractive? Mm-hmm. And then people give Great. me suggestions like you. You give me the suggestion of um, a tie-dye mask and I can't wait for the fabric mm-hmm. to show up so I can mm-hmm. make tie-dye mask. So, so, um, so, so for all the aging hippies, uh, we might create our own little style, don't you think? Oh, I know it would be so much fun to have a tie-dye mask for all old people. <laughs> it would be wonderful, <laughs> us aging hippies. Absolutely. I, uh, I think a tie-dye mask is a really cool idea, and I like that. So I can't wait for the fabric to show up. So if anybody wants to look at what you've done, it's on your SD page. So give your contact information on how they could see what you've done and how they could contact you. Yeah, so people can contact me. You can email me at the Jackson Mask at gmail.com. So the email is the Jackson Mask at gmail.com. Or okay. you can go look at my Etsy shop. So it's just Etsy, 
etsy.com. And then in the search bar on the Etsy shop, type in the, the Jackson mask with no spaces, and my Etsy shop will come right up. And right now I have um, some holiday masks. Um, I have three styles of holiday masks. So we have the um, something a little festive for um, our holidays this year. I also have um, several cat-themed masks. So if people um, like cats, I have some really cute uh, cat-themed masks. Oh, and by the mm-hmm. way, if people have an allergy to cats, um, I have cats and I keep my masks as clean as possible. But I would recommend if you have any allergies to cats, wash that mask before you wear it the first time. Um, so no one has ever had any problem with any of my masks, but it's just as a precaution. Um, right. Then I have a lot of masks. I have um, really bright-colored, multicolored masks. I have this really cool one. I just bought this fabric. got green and yellow and blue stripes. It's absolutely striking. Um, and then I have, like, black, you know, if you want more formal-looking masks, I have very nice-looking black masks and maybe blue masks and a couple different shades of blue and green, um, and some more, you know, professional, if you really have to go to the office kind of mask, um, or if you need to do public speaking kind of mask. And then I have a lot of just really uh, fun masks that are just pretty and brightly colored. But, of course, the most important thing is the Jackson mask is very comfortable. Now, some people ask me how to take care of it, and... How do you take care of the Jackson mask? And I would suggest um, washing the mask in hot water. And, um, I mean, uh, let me just step back a bit. When I get the fabric, I wash all the fabric in very hot water, and I dry it in a very high heat. And that's to, to get rid of any shrinkage so, so that when I sell the mask, that that mask is not going to shrink because it's already been shrunk. Mm -hmm. So people can wash the mask in the washing machine. Any any temperature of water is fine. You can dry it in the dryer. Any temperature of the dryer is fine. These masks, even though they're comfortable and pretty, they are very durable in terms of uh, washing them. And they can be washed and dried. And the washing does not appear to... um, do anything to the nose piece. It's still just nose piece is just as good, you know, before and after washing. Um, some people might want to put the mask in a uh, pillowcase or a uh, <clears throat> lingerie bag, um, just to protect the, the the nose, the the ear loops a little bit, so they don't you don't want the ear loop to get caught on some big uh, other you know piece of clothing and stretch it out. But I have Never had any problem with that, but that kind of prevents any issues with the ear loops. So um, the masks are quite washable. People have a particular color or kind of fabric, and they want mass custom mass made, you know, mass made with a particular kind of fabric, just like I'm doing for you, Cynthia. People can mm-hmm. email me at thejacksonmask at gmail.com and say, I would like you know, 10 masks out of this particular fabric or, um, 
you know, if they want a particular kind of mask, I would be very happy to sew that up for them because the goal here is to put the Jackson mask out of business by ending the pandemic, right? Right. <laughs> what we want right. is we want the pandemic to end. That's the whole right. reason I want to do this is have people happy to be able. I want people to be happy when they wear their masks so that more people will wear masks so we can end the pandemic. Right. That is my so entire goal you have for this been project. Li- You've been listening to Lynn Jackson. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And if you need a mask, contact Lynn. Thank you, Lynn, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day.